Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. We all know that discrimination runs rampant in the application process, right? Well, not anymore. Thanks to the patent pending Titan Applicant Tracking System, otherwise known as Titan ATS. It creates a special candidate profile that removes the possibilities for bias during screening and helps candidates match their skill sets and talents to that position. They even added a DEI accountability feature that allows companies to showcase their commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion to all their potential applicants. Join the future of hiring and check out Titan ATS at www.titanats.com. And we appreciate their support of their episode as we now move to spend time with their founder, Catherine McCord. Thank you. Welcome to this episode of Tech Diva Success, where I get the pleasure of spending time and meeting amazing women like Catherine McCord. Catherine has been fascinated with recruiting. Trust me, she loves it since she was a child. She founded the company Titan Management back in 2014 with the dream of really innovating hiring, helping entrepreneurs really realize their visions without breaking the bank, which is really important for startups, as we know. In 2020, Titan began work on their patent-pending anti-bias applicant tracking system, which really we'll talk about more, helps with things like women in technology to remove the bias of looking at a resume that's John versus Jane or other um, biases that are built in. So we'll expand more on that. Catherine is also striving to improve the hiring process on a national level by just spreading the good practices around recruiting and hiring and generating proactive conversations in the media. In April, 2020, she founded a career show called Career Launch Live, and we are ready to share your wisdom with the tech divas. Thanks for coming on the show, (laughs) Catherine. Thank you so very much for having me. I was really excited about the show today. I've I've been doing a lot of appearances, but this one was at the top of my list. So I'm pretty excited about this. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's right up your alley with the things that you're passionate about around hiring and hiring practices. So I'm really excited to dig in today and see what you have to share with Mm -hmm. our tech divas. And, And you know, what's funny. I, so I just realized two weeks ago, just prior to our original conversation that I am now a woman in tech. I just now figured this out. Like I've been doing, (laughs) I've been working on this technology since, um, since September last year was when it very first occurred to me. And it just now hit me a couple of weeks ago that I'm now in tech. (laughs) Well, Hey, we are want to officially welcome you 
to the Tech Thank Diva you. tribe. <laughs> I feel so special. I really do because I've always really admired women in technology. So I'm like, I was so excited when I realized, oh my God, I'm in technology. Now I'm a woman in technology. I got super excited. Um, I don't want to oversell though. It's not like I personally developed it. I just came up with the idea and I helped design it. And I work with my superb CTO <laughs> every single day. Well, innovation is at the heart of all technology and you have really innovated in this space. So before we move into just the dialogue, which I know will be really great, did I miss anything in your bio that you wanted to share with our audience? You know, not exactly. I mean, it's just kind of the, that's just kind of the brief version, but I really and truly my passion for years has been to teach people to hire the, the person, not their wrapping. And that's, that's a saying that I use a lot. And that's what led to this technology is that that's, that's how hiring should be. It shouldn't matter what you look like, where you're from, what your religion is, who you sleep with, any of that. None of that should matter in hiring. It should only matter who you are and what you can do. And that's been such a big part of what I've, I've been doing for so many years. And that's what led to the technology at 4.30 in the morning one day while driving to the airport. <laughs> hey, sometimes we get those intuitive calls to action. So in a lot of goal setting, you know, okay, I want to be successful. I want to change hiring and recruiting. And you're not quite sure how, but you're constantly putting things out there, trying things. And then all of a sudden you have this instinctive aha moment. Yeah. Sounds like it was for you. It was. And applicant tracking systems are a known joke in the HR community and recruiting community. Everybody mocks them. They're like, oh my God, these things are so awful. Even when you have a really good one, which the one that I've been using up, up until developing my own has been great. Um, Jazz HR, they're phenomenal. But the whole system is still a joke because it, they create biases. They cut out the wrong people. They hardly ever work right. I don't, I don't know why. They just hardly ever work right. And so they've just been this ongoing joke. And one day I was just driving along at 4.30 in the morning and I just thought, oh my gosh, I know what to do. I know how to make all of this better. And, and ultimately it comes down to doing something that so many people are, are deeply afraid of, which is firing the resume, getting rid of this piece of paper and using technology <laughs> to better showcase human beings. Well, I think everyone wants to double click on that. <laughs> so I'm going to let you talk about how the heck we're going to get rid of a resume. And I have some other questions for you, but maybe that's a good place to start. Sure, sure. So first of all, the problem with resumes, you can look this up. There have been multiple studies on this. Over 90% of applicants or, and or professionals do not know how to effectively create a resume which is crazy how we're 90% of people supposed to, you know, and then over 60%, again, multiple studies have shown this, of HR slash recruiters slash hiring team members, so that's management of all different kinds, do not know how to effectively scan and or interpret a resume. So resumes just don't work. They just factually don't work. So getting rid of them is a matter of using the technology that we've developed. I understand why we started with resumes. We didn't have technology now we do. So using things like video, using different types of fields to help people match themselves to jobs and to help people best display themselves is the proper way to do it. First of all, most job descriptions are horrible. So you need a little bit of help, right? Matching yourself to those jobs. And that's what this technology does. It gives you the opportunity to go in completely masked because your name doesn't matter. 
your the the dates of employment don't matter to show your age. Those kinds of things don't matter. So we remove a lot of the things that create bias, and we help people match them actually match themselves to the job and best represent themselves. And it's the best way to do it. And then once the candidate says yes, I want to move forward, then they approve the company getting their name, their email, and their phone number. Yeah, that's really powerful, and I love how it removes that bias, which is the whole goal. <laughs> but yep. How does it handle the proactive nature of wanting diverse candidates? So if I have 10 candidates in my pool, I may want to make sure I have five women or five men or people of color. So when you remove it, then it also gives you a blocker to know if you have a diverse candidate pool. So how does it help that? It does. And actually part of of what we want to do, because I, I reached out to a lot of people in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. Um, so Deanna Stinson Reese and I had conversation, uh, um, Tara Furiani, a few, a few other future Kane and a few others in that space. And one thing that was made very, very clear to me is that token hiring is a great big no. We don't want that. We don't want people hiring a woman just to have a woman. We don't want people hiring a black person just to have a black person, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a very, very big issue. And with the minority communities from everything I found, I mean, even in LBGTQ, every single group I spoke to said, no, we do not want token hiring. But what's going to happen is when you remove all the biases and we are putting tools in place for this as well, you learn better how to represent your employer brand and how to best represent your positions and use better language and things like that, more inclusive language, you're going to automatically get that bigger pool. Right. And now if you're in somewhere like Montana and you want somebody local, you're just going to have more Caucasian applicants than you would somewhere else. Right. And there are some areas where you would have primarily minority candidates. There are some areas where you're going to have a lot more LBGTQ uh, candidates. So there will be times that you get more of one than the other. But what this will do is keep you from honing in on one group and clinging to one group. Great. And what was your takeaway when you talked to these diversity leaders on your approach? What did you learn? What are some best practices that can help the general community besides leveraging and following you for your software that can maybe help them be more successful? Right. Because ultimately that's what it's about. It's about making everything better. I don't think everyone should use my software necessarily. It may not be the right fit for every single company. That One of the first things is the importance of just listening. And that's something that a lot of people forget. Listen, be quiet, shut your mouth and listen with your ears and really learn and take away information. So if you're wanting to improve your diversity, equity, and inclusion, and you're wanting to diversify your workspace, get out in the community and start talking to people and learn. That's what I did. Who who am I as a a white person to sit around and, and create a diverse technology without reaching out and understanding what people are actually going through? So get out in the community and learn. The other thing is you need to get your employer branding on spot. Um, that's everything from your social media to your website. And I don't mean throw a few black people up on your, <laughs> in your and, and everybody seems to be going black right now. It's really funny. Everybody keeps like just randomly throwing black people um, in their imaging on their websites and thinking, oh, well, now we look diverse. No, <laughs> you need to, to start doing some research, reach out to some true DEI, that's diversity, equity, inclusion specialists, and learn what you actually need to be doing in terms of verbiage, outreach, Make sure that your your Facebook reflects your culture and everything that's important to you in terms of your integrity. And then reach out again, reach out to the community and figure out where the different groups are and make sure that you're advertising your jobs in those areas. 
those are some wonderful practical tips for companies to get to know the people. And I think community advocacy is wonderful, whether you're a candidate or a company, because you're getting out there and networking with people outside of your company around technology. I know locally, shout out to Grand Rapids, Michigan, but I love the community here, right? I go to all the community events, uh, whether it's, it's BitCamp or Beer City Code, whatever it is in the local area. And it's really beneficial to understand perspectives, diverse perspectives. And there's usually some type of diversity component to that, that we integrate. But what about tips for our tech divas out there that are job searching? Is there anything that they can own and do, whether it be a change on their LinkedIn or a question they can ask in the process that would help them uh, level the playing field? Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good question. And I love that. And especially for women and female minorities, I know that, that, um, that, that group has historically very much struggled and I have a background in IT recruiting and I've seen what a lot of minority women have gone through entering into the tech field. And the first thing I would say is make sure that you're applying to companies that get you excited. Here's why this is something that a lot of candidates miss when you're excited that rubs off on them. When everything that you do shows great excitement for the company, that rubs off. And don't just apply, go find someone that works there and reach out to them. You can get emails to HR people. All you have to do, a little secret here, is call into the main line and go, hey, I have you know an interview coming up and or I'm hoping to have an interview coming up with HR. Do you have an email where I can reach them? A direct email? You'd be surprised. Most receptionist people will give you HR's email. Reach out to them, send them an e-card, send them something friendly. Don't just send them, hey, I want to work for you, blah, blah, blah. Say something nice, say something exciting, tell them why that job matters to you. Get them excited. Um, Reach out on LinkedIn. Also post on LinkedIn. This is one that a lot of people miss. A lot of HR and recruiters right now are going through your LinkedIn content and they want to see what it is that you're about. So post something interesting, post something about the projects that you're working on, post something about the subjects that excite you. Don't get political and make sure you're not nasty on other people's content because something that a lot of people miss is that LinkedIn shows everyone where you've commented and what you've said. So be real careful with that out there, ladies. Um, Now, I'm not saying don't stand up for your morals. That's not what I'm saying, but just be sure that you don't get ugly with people. That's, that looks very, very negative to an employer. Um, another thing that you can do to stand out is send videos. People miss that. They miss that little opportunity. Another great opportunity to use technology, create little videos using things like bomb bomb and, and send a thank you to somebody and say, Hey, I can't wait to interview with you. Or, Hey, thank you so much for this, for this opportunity. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Here's another idea that I had. And always do your research before you go in so that you look smart knowing about the company. Wow, those are some great usable <laughs> tips from Catherine Tech Divas. We're leveling up our game. That's I agree right. on the video follow up or even an audio, right? Something that stands oh, yeah. out. And Be a lot of companies. Um, yeah. Only because of the hearing, people that have trouble hearing. Be careful with just audio. Yeah. Yes, that's a great yeah. point. 
That's a very good <laughs> point. Very great point. I um, want to comment a little bit on the LinkedIn piece. Uh, I love social media. I love posting to LinkedIn. This video yeah. will end up on a LinkedIn feed <laughs> right. and tagging you eventually. And okay. I just want to encourage the tech divas out there to ask your company if they're investing in a social media plugin that helps give you content that you can post on behalf of the company. A lot of times it's hard for us to create our own content, but at a lot of big companies, you can simply request the access and they'll give you a chance to browse what the company offers. And then you can pick things that are related to your interest areas. Maybe it's diversity and inclusion, and you can share that content out or a subset of the technology that you're working on for that company. So just another pro tip. And, and be sure to personalize it though. Don't just yes. make it about the employer. Make sure that you talk about you and what you're doing and your thoughts because what people attach to on LinkedIn is you. Yes, personal. and I always uh, encourage as well, diversifying it. So if you do plug yes. into something like that, like you right. do one post from you know VMware or something and then you do a post mm-hmm. outside from an outside article yes. on the cloud and then you post something on AppMonitors. Like, really diversifying it so that you're just not a bot about the one company, but it does help to give you some of that confidence so that you can post and feel like you're posting the right things about your company. And that's super helpful. And then of course, um, supporting people, like you said, with the comments, sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm looking at candidates, I'll see that, wow, they're really cheering on people in their community because they're like, great job, Cindy. Awesome to hear that, Bob. And it's like, wow, there's a lot of momentum there and positivity always uh, helps. 100%. And yes, and when you're out there cheering on your sisters in technology, when you're out there talking about some exciting innovations, when you are out there supporting diversity, equity, inclusion in a positive way, that goes far. And employers recognize that and they like it and it attaches them to you. Hiring is an emotional decision. People forget that. It is. People need to like you. <laughs> You know? And hopefully you like the company. It's a two-way street. Oh, Make sure you like the yes. company. Yes. And don't take a job where you hate the company, please, ladies and gentlemen. Do not do that. No. It, it never ends well. Well, I know we're coming towards the end and I want to make sure you drop your biggest success secret for our tech divas out there. So what's something oh. you absolutely need to share with them before we part ways? Oh my goodness. That I absolutely need to share with them. The first thing I, I would I would want to share is remember that everything is your personal brand. Even when you work for a bigger company, every single thing that you do, that you post, that you um, every bit of work that you put out there, that is all you. That is all your personal brand. And so cherish that, build it, cultivate it, brag about it, get out there and network, 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 never stop networking ever. And it, you will be amazed, amazed at the opportunities that that brings to you and how it helps you to grow and develop. I know as introverts, ladies, it can be very difficult. Surprising to most people, I am an introvert. Getting out there is hard for me. And look at me now. I have a show. I network you know, three or four times a week. I'm on other people's shows four or five times a week. You, you'll get used to it. I promise. Just start small and take little baby steps and you'll get there. Baby steps. Absolutely love it. Baby steps, people. Yeah. Don't just leave. I mean, stay out and also stay outside of your comfort zone. Never, ever just live in your comfort zone. Just stay out of it. Don't go out of it. Don't step out of it. Stay out of it. Mm-hmm. That's how great things happen. Stay out of your comfort zone. That is where we grow. Thank That's you right. so much, Catherine. <laughs> so many tips packed into here. And I'm sure more 
that you can offer. So why don't you let our tech divas know how they can find you as well as locate more information about your software so we can follow how it's helping bring anti-bias decisions into hiring. Cause that's really important. 100%. So first of all, if you want to follow the technology, the website is Titan ATS. Uh, com, And then also we're on LinkedIn as well. We're posting all kinds of content and updates on there. Um, follow me on LinkedIn. I seem to be the only Catherine McCord on LinkedIn. Catherine with a K, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Follow me on there. Connect with me. Message me. I'm always glad to have a conversation and to reach out to help you in any way that I can. And then past that, I have some awesome speaking engagements coming up. If anybody wants to check out HR Disruptor Summit, there's a whole technology aspect um, some what's called SHRM, S-H-R-M, which is a big HR community. And then I have some additional tech things that are coming up that I'm going to be speaking on as well. So definitely follow me. I would love to have everyone chime in. And the last question is, can you help get people jobs? <laughs> <laughs> people always ask that of recruiters. That's actually not how we work. So I, I, I help my clients with whatever they need. Now I actually just have a tech client that looks like they're about to sign up. So that's super cool. Kind of perfect timing. Um, but then also if I don't have something, I will help point you in the right direction. So please feel free to reach out to me and I will help you navigate and find the right direction to go. I figure people are listening going, wow, she can help me get a job. So Catherine <laughs> is the woman behind the software that's yes. removing it. So she's a tech diva with us from that aspect, but obviously very versed with tips and tricks on recruiting, hiring, best practices. That is a entire long show past the 20 minutes, which is why you should oh, yeah. follow her and catch and her. Career Launch Live. <laughs> yes, Career Launch Live. Yes, perfect, perfect. We are going to include all of these links with this episode on our website, techdivasuccess.com. And we encourage you to reach out to Catherine and check out titanats.com because there you can see what that software is doing. Maybe you're on that side of the house where you're able to influence those kinds of decisions. But until then, uh, try to keep it fair, do your little part, and together we can make a big difference. So thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you for having me. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.